0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, March the 24th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome, my friends. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, and it's Thursday, you're almost there as we approach good friday tomorrow we just want to tell all our friends right now that we appreciate you we appreciate you we appreciate you listening gold and silver it's what we do and our friends like to rely on us to get the best deal but why do you buy it why do you listen to this show it's simple it's very simple the news that is brought to you is the news that isn't out there. It isn't filtered. It is hundred percent proof, and it's broken down to you by the CEO and owner of our company. And he, you, you know what? Here's the thing. You want to buy gold? You want to sell gold? Give us a call. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, or you can go out to AllAmericanGold.com and check us out. Check out the products, but check out that news. Joe Jaquin, he's the CEO. He's the owner. He's the one who puts it all together. And uh, he doesn't uh, sugarcoat it. He tells you like it is. And uh, tomorrow's Good Friday. Joe, how yeah, are you? Yeah, tomorrow's today? Good
1: Friday. Uh, happy Thursday to everybody. March Madness uh, continues tonight. And uh, we will not be doing a show tomorrow. Uh, the, the station in Phoenix is going to be closed, Colorado is open. But you know what? We just. After uh, a grueling first quarter of the year, I think it's a good time to to take a day off so we will not be on the air. This show will repeat again tomorrow. Uh, I will, however, be in the office tomorrow till about, let's call it, noon tomorrow. So if you want to do some business tomorrow, uh, you'll have to do it early. Otherwise, even better, do it today at 800 951 zero five nine two uh not a lot happening today we had the durable goods number come out uh and the 13 straight months now that number has declined that never ever just another one of these weird indicators has durable goods the core durable goods number and the reason why you got to do core because Uh, You never know what Boeing's going to do. Boeing's, I know, the airplane is such a big piece of the durable good number. But if you strip out the transportation, which is the airplanes, you just get down to core durable goods, down for the 13th straight month in a row. And since they've been keeping the data, that's never happened without there being a recession. Just something to think about. One of those numbers that the Federal Reserve is trying to understand and this is really what I think I, I do. I think it's going to be stagflation. When you start really looking around, you know, and you kind of go back and you use history as your measuring stick, we have battled three different major crises in the last let's call it eighty some odd years the first being obviously the stock market crash that led to the the great depression of the thirties and they said that was a deflation problem that was the reason why they had to confiscate the money because it was gold's fault you know this country used to operate for well over a hundred years with no inflation. They don't like to tell you about that. Matter of fact, the only time when we didn't have a central bank that we ever had a period of any substantial inflation was during war. And that was it. And, of course, during the war, you you could understand that. Everyone's out there, uh, well, there's a war going on. So things get scarce. Prices go up. But outside of that, we didn't have it in this country. And then the central bankers took over. And within 20 years of them taking over, all the plotting that they did, right, the creature from Jekyll Island, and took them 20 years to destroy gold and get rid of it and they blamed it as the cause of the great depression then in the 70s see we were running out of gold and this is a story that so people so many people really don't know about when we closed the gold window 1971 richard nixon was the president and it was such an important decision that he had addressed our nation and he had told our country and he told our citizens that everything was going to be okay as long as one thing happened that one thing was as long as America bought American it was going to be okay now of course that was the end of the gold standard globally and it led to a a period of massive inflation right and they give they give Paul Volcker the credit for crushing inflation you know you you think about yesterday I was talking about home sales then you got to go all the way back to the 1982 1981 to find new home sales at such a low level and of course you think about that you know you know the the rates for a new home were like in the what 18 19 20% and then now here we sit on the precipice of another crisis and we're going to talk all about that today Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot plate Radio plate News plate Hour. Plate on a Thursday, and and you know we're sitting here, and I laugh because yesterday all oh, but it was so hilarious. All these Fed governors that that don't have votes coming out oh no we're gonna raise rates and and we're back to that old game it's not going to happen and actually really i hope it does because gold's going to go even higher and it's well and then you know here's the best part it really doesn't matter whether they raise them not raise them we're on borrowed time but to understand where we where we're going we got to look back at where we've been you know, when you go back and you think about most of us weren't alive during the Great Depression. Right? All of my, uh, all of my relatives, pretty much. You know, maybe there's one left that was a child during the Great Depression. But that was a case where they they blamed the the problems. In the that the country faced, they blamed it on on gold, right? And, well, and really deflation. And you hear people—if you ever hear them talk—they they, they uh, they'll use the smoot holly Act. That was a, a reason, right? Because we 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 instituted some tariffs on on certain goods entering the country. And they blamed it on that, and they blamed it on gold, and they confiscated the money, and they shut the banks. But the real problem, it wasn't any of those things. And and we've kind of figured that out now, now that this little debacle's happened again. The problem was the same problem that it was today. It was the banks. And it was, let's face it, we created the central bank to be in charge and oversee the banking institution. And they made all these great arguments. You know, it was no different. People lobbied really wealthy people, and we know their names, and got. Their friends elected. They married their friends, daughters and their their friends' sons to make them family and lobby their case in front of Congress. because most people don't realize, like I said earlier, we went a hundred years without a central bank. We didn't have any inflation, none except when there was a war. And then usually right after the war, all the inflation went away. And the realities were a bunch of people, a bunch of bankers, banking bad loans. I mean, that's really what happened. And then in the 70s, you know, so here's what happened. So they, they confiscated the gold. They shut the bank. And of course, gold was the money then, and that's an important thing to remember. They really they confiscated the money, and so when we talk about, hey, listen, the Federal Reserve note's going away, and people come out and and pe- uneducated, educated people come out. Oh, that's crazy! He's just trying to scare you and. The- And I just left. We've already done it. It wasn't even that long ago, really, think about it. It wasn't even 100 years ago they took the money and came out with different money. And we're getting ready to do it again. Within the next, this is just my but within the next 10 years, the Federal Reserve note will not exist. At least not as we know it. and they took that gold and they replaced it with worthless pieces of paper and they they paid everybody a premium cuz they knew what they were, you know, they wanted to make sure they got it all and they they were smart enough to know hey some people may not want to turn their gold in so they, when they wrote the law, they said, hey, by the way, if we catch you with this goal, 10 years in prison in a $10,000 fine. <laughs> now, $10,000, that's that, at least like a million bucks in today's dollars. Maybe it's ten million bucks. I mean, it was such a a big amount of money that ninety nine point nine percent of the people would have had no chance of paying the ten grand. I mean, to, to put it in today's terms, you're better off walking around with a kilo of cocaine. You'll get less prison time and and and, and pay less of a fine. To ensure they got it all. Now, of course, so so they did two things. They they gave you a bribe, so they paid you 67 cents more than what it was technically worth. And then they threw, oh, by the way, if that's not enough to motivate you, how about you spend the next decade in prison and, and lived in and in, in serfdom? and three months after they took it all they said the new value was thirty five dollars now at the time the united states was a huge exporter. we actually made stuff people wanted what america had to offer and they told all of foreign government hey by the way you've got a lot of this gold if you like you can give us the gold pieces back I know we paid our citizenry 67 cents but we'll give you guys 35 dollars and all kinds of gold flooded into our shores matter of fact we ended up with over 20,000 metric tons of gold 20,000 and of course these politicians like all good politicians they left themselves a loophole because they knew this was going to come they're like yeah well 67 cents is nice that's a you know that's a nice return on, uh, on $20, right? It's not, you know, 3%. But if I could find a way to actually keep gold, I know that I can get like a 75% return when it's all said and done. And so they left a line in there that if you had a collectible, you'd get to keep it. And everything else had to be returned. And this country did not mint any gold. You weren't allowed to own any gold except for collectibles for for almost 40 years. And as time went by, You know, they they say that we, you know, they never quite tell you how we got out of the Great Depression. You know, they do tell you about how in 1937 the Federal Reserve made another mistake and started raising rates. (laughs) Think about today. Exactly what's happening again. Only to find out that not only did we get out of it, we were getting ready to go back into recession. And then thankfully, and I use that term, you know, with a little bit of jest. Obviously, there was nothing, nothing good that came out of World War II. But that was how we got out. Don't be fooled. We only got out for one reason. And we had the same problem then that we had today, which is we don't want to take the medicine. And the Federal Reserve tried to prevent everybody from taking the medicine because they wanted to protect their body. And World War II saved us. And every major industrialized city almost throughout the world was in shambles, was in ruin. And we were there to supply all the goods to build it back up again. And as the victor of that war, as the savior of the free world, we said to everybody that they had to use dollars. So that gold kept coming into the country. You're going to give me 35 bucks? Great, because I'm going to need steel. I'm going to need food. I'm going to need... Everything that uh, under the sun. So we'll start giving you our gold, you start shipping us our stuff. After all of these countries got rebuilt and these cities got back on their feet again, they started saying, you know what? Here's your 35 bucks back. How about you send me some gold back? And all of it started pouring out. That 20,000 metric tons started pouring out of the country. It was going out so fast that the Federal Reserve had to go to the president of the United States and say, Hey, we've got a problem. we got to close this gold window because if this keeps up, we're going to be out. We're not going to have any. Of course, they knew then, not having any was going to be a horrible mistake. And that's when Nixon came out on television. And, he, and closing the closing of the gold window in 1971 simply was for foreign governments. They no longer could hand over $35 to the Treasury and demand a $20 gold piece. They couldn't do it any longer. They closed the gold window. And, of course, they wanted to reassure America that it was going to be okay because it really doesn't matter if we're on a gold standard or not. As long as we are self-sufficient and we buy American products made by Americans, doesn't matter if that car costs fifty thousand dollars, as long as the American worker built the car. Doesn't matter if it costs seventy-five thousand, a hundred thousand, as long as it's produced by the American worker. Because they knew if money starts leaving the country, we're going to have problems. And, of course, the 70s, we battled hyperinflation. And everything started soaring out of control, and interest rates went into the double digits. And we came up with Reaganomics. See, we didn't know how to get out of it then either. So they made a decision. They made a choice. And they said, you know what? Can't have Americans buying an American. We, we, we've, we've got to start let, oh, uh, becoming a huge import. And we started doing that, right? We tore down the tariffs and we tore down all of these things. And all of this foreign crap started coming into the country. Then what happened? Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. And we're trying to understand why it is that everybody's so confused. You know, CNBC this morning. I don't know. You probably didn't catch it because most people, if you listen to that, you're and you believe anything that they're saying out there, then you've got bigger problems. But they had, they did a whole big thing. They had the guy they interviewed, the guy came out on national television and, and said, hey, listen, anyone that believes these GDP numbers that the Fed is producing, right, Yeah, you need to get the headgear flushed out. Right now they've got a what he defined as a 1.7% error rate. What that means is if the GDP is 2 which is kind of what they're claiming right now, right? We're not really at two, but let's just say we were. They're saying that it's a certainty that there's an 85% error rate in that number.
0: 85%? 85%. That's a high,
1: high rate. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. It goes how, Higher, lower, this is, they have no clue. But I, I mentioned that because you know you're sitting here and we're trying to figure all this stuff out. And and really the answer has been simple. Ever since we create recreated the central bank in 1913, we've been playing a game. A game that the way it works, how the game ends you know, in Monopoly, it's the guy that ends up with all the money, right? You, The game's over when everybody else is out of money. That's how this game ends as well. As soon as all the citizenry's all out of all their money, and we've devastated everybody, then it's over. And that was going to happen. It did happen in the 30s. It didn't take them that long. And essentially, we got saved by a world war! Not a, you know, no offense to the war in Iraq and the war up in Afghanistan. This was a world war. Where major cities all over were gone. And as soon as the world war was over and the rest of the world got back on their feet, Miraculously what happened? Oh my, we're in another crisis. This time we got out of it. Because you know what Ronald Reagan was he let, no no doubt. A great president. He was strong. He exuded confidence. And he was able with the help of his friend Alan Greenspan, to come up with just a great spending program. First of all, forget Americans, buy American, let it come in. We got to get right, we got to crush inflation. The only way to crush it is to get this stuff in here for less, and then we'll get them to buy debt because we're going to go on a debt spree. Now he did; he cut taxes dramatically, but he raised one significantly. Of course, talking about Social Security, then they took all of that money. Because you got to remember, Social Security—hardly anybody was on it in the '80s and the '90s. <laughs> And they were taking the same amount out of your paycheck then as they do today. And they spent it all. Hundred billion dollar deficit were unheard of in this country. Just didn't happen until the 80s. They became routine. Of course, hundred billion <laughs> You think about it today. Come on, they they fess up to half a trillion, and the real number is much closer to a trillion. But that's for a different show, and that bought us some time. But the the gears were already at work. That that was the beginning of the end. Go back to what all of the greatest economists thought when Richard Nixon came out on television which was hey listen as as soon as we stop buying American it's just a matter of time after that that's what they believed that's what they knew and guess what the laws of economics have not changed now we're just kind of playing out the string. And every recovery, we've had some recessions here or there, and every time, oh, well, boy, the the bounce back just isn't as good. There's not as much juice in the orange. And now we're in a period where there's no juice left. And you think about this latest crisis once again caused by the banks, very similar to what happened during the Great Depression. Made all of these loans and and if you ever watch the movie The Big Short, I mean it was fraud, just what it was. And you sit there and we think about why is it that we haven't recovered? They brought rates to zero. Zero. They bought four trillion dollars worth of bond. We don't even know what they bought. They still won't tell anybody. They just made the money up out of thin air. Our federal government, today I look today, is down nineteen point two trillion dollars on our way to twenty to thirty to forty to fifty. And we still can't get out. I mean, Ronald Reagan got us out by just going $100 billion into debt. Plus any Social Security plus fund extras. Now we go 500 $600, 700000000000 billion and we can't get out. They said their rates are at 25 basis points. Do you not get it? And everybody's scared to death that they might try to raise them again. Maybe go a half a point. (laughs) Now we're going to deal with a different animal. We're going to talk about that one next. Paper Radio News Hour.
0: So as we look at
1: where we sit today, we got bailed out by World War II the first time around. The second time around, we got bailed out by spending, and, and really the start, unfortunately, of the end. We had to make a trade. We had to let the cheap stuff come in, because inflation was killing us. And we cut taxes, right, and and, and and helped things feel better. And that worked. Worked for a while. And they kept trying to squeeze it, right, and the deficit continued to climb. And every time they tried to squeeze it some more, you just kept getting less and less bang for the buck. The tax cuts did less and less, right? The increased spending from the federal government did less and less. And then the bankers did a sin, right? It was inevitable. It was going to happen. But we went through after the towers of 9-11. After 9-11 happened, we went back into a little slump. And, of course, they were positive that this was going to be okay because it was housing, the bedrock of the American economy. And now we're in... You know, what What do they call it? The Great Recession is what they like to refer to it as, and they like to pretend that it's over. And I just love that piece on CNBC, which basically said, hey, 10 years from today, you could very easily find out, yeah, all those years where we're, we were growing at 2%, we really weren't growing at all. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what they were saying. But you, so you sit there and you start thinking about stuff. Thirteen straight months durable goods, core durable goods down, never has happened without a recession. Think about the show yesterday. How can housing, which historically fit, you know, going back to the high we're starting to get these anomalies look at rent rent in America has never been higher look at health care costs right spiraling out of control again and you're starting to see student loan debt that was a debt that didn't even exist 50 years ago. <laughs> now most people, most of these millennials, they're paying two, three, four, five hundred dollars a month. New cars, even though make, they make most of them in Mexico, are at all time highs, but we're making less money. How can that be? And then you start starting to see what I'm starting to see, which is this is the next cycle. Stagflation. There is no wage growth. Here's their choice. Really, They've got two choices, in my opinion. Stagflation or inflation again. You've heard my uncle come out and say, listen, everybody needs to make 15 20 $25 an hour right now. Because that's really the only way you can justify being able to pay the prices they're saying people are paying. You think that's going to happen? You, you, you think Congress is going to say the minimum wage starting tomorrow is $25 an hour? That's not going to happen. Right, everybody on the idiot box was, oh, that'll be it for the American worker. Everybody's going to close up shop and blah, blah, blah. Think about all of these companies. They want to insource your job, outsource your job. They they However they can avoid paying an American worker, they're going to do it. You want manufacturing jobs back? Pay ten dollars an hour, and we'll we'll start talking about it. I don't know what gets us out. We can't spend our way out. That just makes the problem worse. They tried that; it didn't work. Listen, and they're not done. They're going to keep trying. <laughs> Look at what they're doing in Japan. Look at what they're doing in Europe. That's coming. By the way, just a little history lesson. Every time we've entered a recession, at least that they admit to, they lower interest rates. That's what they do. That's the first. That's the first card they play. Right? This is our first card. Oh, recession cut rate. You know, the average is five percent. They cut the rates by. Well, that put us at what a negative four, seven, five right now. <laughs> negative rates are gonna come, whether you like it or not, and I think stagflation is going to be what it is. Problem is I don't know what the way out is. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. We will not be on the air tomorrow for Good Friday. Uh, we will be here till about noon tomorrow. Uh, we'll be here all day today as well. Uh, right now, uh, gold's at $1,221, uh, down 2 bucks. Silver's down $0.05 cents at $15.20. Uh, the Dow Industrials are down 80, 90 points as uh, durable goods came in worse than expected and no one can make heads or tails of what these fed governors are saying and you know you know in those horror movies and they end up going into the basement or they go out into the woods where the murderer or the
0: killer's at feels yeah, like it's the safest place to hide. right right right. <laughs> instead
1: of running away get in the car drive away though no, they never do that
0: Let's go hide in the shed with all the chainsaws. (laughs)
1: Right. That's what what our federal, that's what our central bank is doing. You know, after the stock market crashed in 1929, eight years later, they were trying to do this, we're going to raise rates, we fixed it all, only to find out that it wasn't fixed. Stock market crashed in 2008, eight years later. Here we sit in 2016 the Tre Federal Reserves try to tell us they're going to raise rates because they fixed it and everybody knows it's not fixed. but you know what now this is this has just been a great opportunity to allow you to at least have your financial house in order. you know spiritually, mentally, everybody's on their own but at least here you can get your financial house in order. Um, And you know what? We've got a great situation. We had a, you know, Gold's been consolidating here. It's had a big run to start the year doing exactly what it should do right here. Consolidate, uh, take a little rest, and get ready for the Federal Reserve to make their next mistake. And, and, And we're going to see it. The nice part is over the last let's say week premiums have come way down. And we have seen this all the time. At least once a year, this happens in gold where the premiums come way down and you're able to buy for the cheapest spot, price above spot. And then it, it only lasts less a week, maybe two if you're lucky, and then it's gone. And right now, we're in that sweet spot. US 20 dollars gold pieces is going to be $100 over spot. So wherever you when you call at 100 bucks and that's going to be the price at 800-9510592. Uh don't forget our metals program. I'm telling you, this is the greatest program. If you're looking at making sure you continually buy at all levels, Uh, Go out to allamericangold.com, right below the radio button, right next to our friends, of Patriot button. There's all the information you need on the metals program. Do you know if I had offered that, if I had been smart enough to offer that in 2013, do you know that already you would have had 12 shipments getting ready for your 13th shipment at your average cost? On gold would have only been eleven $1, hundred and twenty-eight dollars, or roughly a hundred dollars less than where it sits today. Check it all out. Get yourself signed up. You're gonna be glad you did. Everybody have a great Thursday, good Friday to everybody, and we'll be back next week.
0: This was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only. Everybody ought to know. This is George Merritt with the Power of the Glory broadcast. We're heard each Sunday morning at 7.30 at KXXT AM 1010. For the best in a cappella Christian music and our latest message from the Scriptures, join us this Sunday morning at 7.30 right here at
1: KXXT AM 1010.
0: Who Jesus feeds.